Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning, welcome, thank you so much for joining me today on my Secret Place Devotion. We are at the special edition and this is episode 3 where we're looking at the 5 most important things that God taught me. Episode 1, we looked at the fact that God is in control of every situation, every circumstance, and in order to succeed and excel in your work with God, in your mind, in every area, you need to make sure that you are one with God and everything will be fine. The second thing we learned in episode 2 is that though God is in control, you still see the enemy wreak havoc in the life of many people, including Christians. And God said the reason is because the devil has been empowered to do that. How has he been empowered? He's empowered through sin. He's empowered through anger, bitterness, unforgiveness. He's also empowered through ignorance. When you don't know right, the enemy will have access into your life. And also, we invite him consciously. That is, people who are involved in witchcraft, occultism, and all of those funny practices. And then, you also have those who invite the devil unconsciously by the things they watch, the things they listen to, the places they go to. They think it's innocent, but you know, those things are not innocent at all. These are empowerments that you give the devil to come and harass your life. And God taught me always, never empower the devil in your life or in any situation. So what is the third most important thing that God has ever taught me? Well, he did teach me that I can be as spiritually powerful and as as spiritually anointed as I want to be. Well, initially I did argue a little bit because I was like, I know that I want to be more spiritually powerful. I know that I want to be more anointed so that I can do more for the kingdom of God. But I'm not as anointed as I want to be. And he said, no, you are as anointed as you want to be. The reason God said you can be as anointed as you want to be is simply because many times we are not ready to pay the price for what we want. We are not ready to invest for the harvest that we want so it's wishful thinking to say i want to be 100 percent anointed but then again you are investing 20 percent, and that is why though you desire to work with god at a certain level you don't get as much results because of what you are putting in so everybody is as empowered as they want to be everybody is as anointed as they want to be everybody can heal the sick as much as they want to be and the real want is seen in how you invest for whatever it is you want so i'll give you an example if i tell you that i am extremely hungry i am so hungry right now and yet you see me sitting in the living room and there's food in the kitchen and i make no effort to get up from the living room and go to the kitchen to have a meal what that simply means is though i am saying with my lips i'm hungry i'm not really hungry that's what god meant by you might verbalize and say oh i want to be more anointed i want to be more powerful but your action is showing what you really want and so he taught me that for you to be empowered spiritually, there are three levels you must understand because God has done something to make sure that everybody on earth has as much of God as they want. So let's look at Acts chapter 2 verse 17. I'm reading from the King James Version. The Bible says, And it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. So did you notice that scripture? It says, and it shall come to pass in the last days that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. 
I shall fall upon all flesh. What that means is that every single human being has been given a dose of the Holy Spirit. Everyone, whether you're a Muslim, you're a Christian, you're a, whatever it is, you are Hindu, Buddhist, the Bible says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So everyone has the same thing poured out upon all flesh. But not everybody takes advantage of that outpouring of the spirit. So the outpouring is the Bible says upon all flesh. Now, for those who take advantage of the outpouring, that outpouring leaves being poured out in the, in the air and it now enters the heart of a man. And that is a man who receives Jesus into his life. So the first stage is called the stage of the outpouring. This is what God has made available to everybody. Not that God has made available to everybody it does not mean that everybody will take advantage of what has been released. And so if you accept Jesus into your heart, you've crossed the level two. What is level two? Level two is called the infilling. That is when the spirit of God comes to live inside of you. So if you read the Bible in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, this is what Peter said to, uh, in when he stood up to address the men in Jerusalem. He said, uh, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So what the Bible is saying that the gift of the Holy Spirit is received on the inside to a man who has repented and turned away from his sin. Did you notice the difference? For the first one called the outpouring upon all flesh, you don't need to repent, you don't need to do anything. As long as you're a human being, there is something released in the atmosphere for everybody God has created. But because God has released it, it does not mean that it's going to work for you. You have to accept that outpouring and it comes into your heart and peter said it is for those who have turned away from sin repenting and turned to god so now the holy spirit lives in you does not mean you're going to see the power of god it does not mean you're going to exhibit the anointing of god it does not mean you're going to heal the sick or do anything because you still need one more step and that is where the problem is what is that step god taught me that that third step is called the outflowing phase and that is where the problem is what is the phase of the outflow? That is when the power of God that is deposited on your inside flows out. Now, so Paul had laid hands on Timothy, had mentored Timothy, but then Timothy wasn't leaving out what was poured on his inside. So Paul came to Timothy and said, you know what, you need to work on the outflowing. So in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 6, he said, Wherefore, I put you in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is indeed by the putting on of my hands. So the gift of God, which is the Holy Spirit, can be inside of you and you will never demonstrate his power. You're not in, into the outflowing. You're not allowing the Spirit of God to flow out of your life. So question, how does the Spirit of God flow out of my life? And so God taught me, if you want the Spirit of God to flow out of your life, very simple. All you need to do is to pray in the Spirit a lot. If you pray in the Spirit, you are going to release the power of God out of your life. You're going to release the healing of God out of your life to touch men and touch women. So if you don't pray, you don't fast, you don't study the Word of God, you don't meditate on the Word of God, these are the things that cause the power of God to flow out of your life. And again, if you don't put into practice spiritual exercise, so for instance, you see people that are sick, you need to be able to pray for them. The more you put into practice, the more you lay hands on the sick, the more you, you know, exercise the things of God. And you see Jesus do exercise it in your own life and life of those around you. You are going to see the outflowing of the Spirit of God. 
So if you don't do that, the Spirit of God will stay on your inside, but it will never flow out. And so God taught me, if you want to increase the power of God on your life, you want to increase the amount of God on your life, all you need to do is increase your spiritual investment. If you invest, the Bible tells us in Galatians chapter 6, it said, if you sow to the Spirit, you will have of Spirit and reap eternal life. You know, you're going to reap the power of God. You're going to reap all those things from the Spirit. But if you keep investing in the flesh, you sleep all the time, you eat all the time, you talk all the time, you lie all the time, gossip all the time the bible says you are sowing to your flesh and the bible says from your flesh you reap corruption that is why god said you are as powerful as you want to be how powerful do you want to be spiritually how much of god do you want to display how much of the grace of god do you want to flow out of your life it doesn't depend on god anymore remember he has poured out his spirit upon everybody it depends on you First, get the infilling by believing in Jesus. It comes into your heart by asking the Holy Spirit to come into your heart and fill you that level two. Level three is exercise your spirit man through prayer, fasting, studying the word of God, meditating on the word of God, obeying the word of God, and getting involved in practicing spiritual exercises. You will see the outflowing of God in your life. I hope you've learned something and you plan to put it into practice. Thank you so much for joining me on this special edition. See you again tomorrow. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube and Telegram, all on the handle Oyik's Alfred. Let me